We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You've waited all week, and now the wait is over. It's the only unfiltered media podcast in America. This is Trash Talk on WEEI.com. Here he is, your boy, Blind Mike. Are you saying me talk? Yes. You. This this son of a bitch. So I didn't want to talk over <laughs> you at the beginning, but I mean, if, 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 we'll this, play like that if that's how you want. This 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 son of a bitch. Uh, well, first of all, after last week's unmitigated disaster, just an utter failure. By Dan Watkins last week, an abysmal performance. What are you talking? You about? think we'd have we have Kirk Minahan on? You want to follow that up with a good episode? And it was just utter horseshit. Yeah, entirely Dan's fault. Yep. And uh, this week we've got some uh, we've got some. I had an idea, and we've got some funny Reamer drops to play. Hit it, Dan. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> can't. Oh, we don't have anything. No, we don't. This so Reamer bailed again. And uh, I'm working with complete incompetence, so I, do I don't you, know what to do here. What, what are you talking about? I can't prepare this week. What do you mean? What I do you mean pre- by that? Well, uh, besides, listen. What do you mean by that? Where's the sound? Did the <laughs> intro even play? We, I have no idea. It did. I heard it. <laughs> He's waving at a blind man saying start. <laughs> <laughs> go, go ahead. What's your big preparation? Well, now that we're in our, what, what is this, our fourth studio today? Trying yeah. to do this because uh, the Red Sox pregame apparently. John Ryder, who yeah. the fuck is John Ryder to kick me out of my studio? Yeah, you we, get out. Yeah, we got triumph. You get the hell out we of here. We got triumph by Red Sox uh, pregame. Yeah. But anyways, uh, I printed out fifty-seven sheets of paper for today's show. I'm sure they're all. I'm sure each one more useless than the other. Yeah, <laughs> because I'm sure when I cue you to talk about them, you're not going to know what I'm talking about. Well, that's not my fault. That's your fault for uh, poor explanation and setting things up horribly. I, I can imagine most people do uh, drown out what I'm saying. I am Remember, a, Mike, I am, I, am, I am a man of the people. That's true. And they agree with me. Yeah. So if I can saboteur, Dave Portnoy's lapdog, Dan Watkins. Yeah. Uh, so Reamer not here again, as you can tell. Big time, Jeff. I'm starting to think this is a bit. I can smell my, uh, the old, the old peepers may not be that good, but I can smell a bit coming from miles away. Can you? And I'm smelling a bit here. Huh. Because last Friday they say on Kirk and Callahan, Alex Reamer coming back Tuesday. Reamer tells me I'm coming back Tuesday. But over the weekend, I hear from a very unreliable source that Reamer said, no, nah, I'm not coming back Tuesday. This is all a bit. Hmm. Now, isn't that interesting? Interesting. Mind you, source incredibly unreliable. Maybe the most unreliable. But, is, it, is it who I think it is? Yes. Oh, but, God. But I'm willing to stake <laughs> an episode on me saying that this is fact. So Really? From him? Yeah. Well, you know, if, they, if they're doing bits, I'll do them too, baby. I mean, the thing, the thing is, though, is that if we did get uh, Reimer on this podcast, it would be You say like, his name wrong every time. I? Is it it's Reamer? It's Alex Reamer, yeah. Reamer? Yes. Oh, okay. But Sorry. continue. If we have Reamer on this podcast, you know, it, it would kind of be like, a, uh, like an AA meeting. 
but because we because we've all been on this other person's podcast. Oh right, like a recovery. Yeah, we've no. all we're all low enough. Yeah, <laughs> that we've all our life is all shit enough that we've done this other person's podcast. Yeah. So hey, so is some uh, NBA All Stars. It's been we'll get. To that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is a kid. The kid we're talking about. I don't want to say his name because I don't want to give him the credit. But he's one of these guys. He had a, he had a, he had Andre Drummond on his podcast, and he's one of these white guys. That when they're in the room with a black guy, yo, my man, what's what's crack a lacking? <laughs> it's like, all right, you can talk to the guy like a fucking human being. You don't have to change your entire persona because there's an African American in the room. <laughs> but you might as well just shut your phone off now because as soon as he hears it, <laughs> <laughs> that'll be great. Yeah. Check out Impaired if you want to know who I'm talking about. My other podcast. There, there's an episode with an idiot on it. And that's the one. <laughs> um, so Reamer bailed again. I, I'm starting to think this is a bit. They they made it seem like management's keeping him out. They wanted to break him into the studio. Uh, I think he's coming back. So my last correspondence with Reamer was that once he does KNC, or once he's back on in some capacity, I think he's always said. So once he's doing weekends or nights again or whatever, uh, he'll be back. I mean, he'll be on the podcast. Hmm. Do I believe it? Do you? <laughs> At this point, I don't know. I don't. He's used me like so many... Mon- Montreal bathhouse attendees. Did I use that line last week? You did. Damn it. I think a couple times. <laughs> he used me like so many something else clever. Why were you asking me? I thought I don't pay attention. Well, it was so hilarious the first time I used it. Oh, you it thought that, that might slip through? It seeped into your brain. Yeah. So, Reamer hopefully will be on eventually. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they don't let him back. I don't get it. It's weird. You know, I'm kind of I'm joking around busting his ball. I, he doesn't need to do this podcast. I appreciate it if he would. And when he does, I will appreciate it. But he doesn't need to. What he wants is Kirk and Callahan, or at least the weekends or whatever. I don't get why they don't let him on. He didn't really do anything that bad. He may maybe did something dumb. Even I, 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 I even at this point have a hard time calling what Reamer did dumb because it was a throwaway line. If you read it in print, it looks bad. Oh, he called Brady's daughter a piss. Oh, my God. If you hear it, it's a throwaway. He's making a joke. He's trying to be wacky. It really wasn't that bad. Let the kid back. He paid his penalty. You know what I mean? He didn't commit a crime. He didn't go on the on a racist tirade. He made a dumb joke that was kind of taken poorly. And maybe should have been it should have been by Brady, certainly. Brady doesn't need to, need to hear that nonsense. But for the rest of us to be offended by it, go fuck yourselves. Let Reamer be, let the kid back, for God's sake. And this is a guy who's been blown off by him saying that. Don't take that out of context. Uh, real quick, before I get to the other national, we have to discuss national news. We do. Because we're not allowed to talk about Boston, and we don't have Reamer in. So, but real quick, before any of that, I want to say uh, congrats to my boy across the street now, former Entercomi, Christian Arcand. Full time on 98.5 yeah. now. Did you see that? I did. I kind of, he was, he, you know, in the, uh, in the betting game of who was going to take that spot. Yeah. He, 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 he it, made, it made sense. He would have been my choice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean he's the best that he he he's better than John Wallach, not yeah. better than Jim Murray. Well, I don't but he's better I, than any of the other well, flash it's a, guys. It's, there it's a glorified headline spot. Yeah, which is weird that, it, but at least on that show he's gonna be able to talk. Yeah, yeah, I he, assume because I know with with Keith, uh, they always talked. Yeah, I, I don't Cattles really talk to. I don't really ever listen to that show. I do. I know all I know about Adam Jones, is that I know Minahan destroys him. And they says go back he's, and forth. Says he's terrible at his job. So there must be something personal there because the only reason I say that is because the few times I've listened to Adam Jones, 
it didn't inspire any reaction out of me. He's he's, he's I, 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 I enjoy his, his show. I enjoy his show. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 That someone like you would like. He's overly negative about everything yeah. to a point that it's funny. But is it an act? I don't listen to enough tonight. No, but I know is. everyone calls him Mini Felger. So is it, does it come Knight. off as no, real? He's, he's more negative than Felger. Yeah, much more negative than Felger. But is it an act or no? It, does it I come think off so. as, I mean, you know, his whole—he's the yeah. Vulture, the Dark Knight. That's his—that's his deal. Yeah. So I don't know. I—I—I I, I don't know why Minahan bashes him so hard because I—I—I've never inspired a reaction. I've listened to him and I think, oh, it's whatever. Yeah. Maybe they—maybe they met up once and maybe they, I don't know each other. I don't know. But uh, Arcand. Should have added something to that show. I mean, he can't do a mean Susan Waldman impression like Rich Keefe. Which, by the way, that Susan Waldman impression gets so much praise, it's terrible. Keefe's? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's... I don't get why people think it's funny. It's, it's horrendous. It's, it's, At least Adam Jones' John Sterling kind of sounds like him. Yeah. It's at least a deep broadcaster voice. Keefe's Susan Waldman is god all It's annoying. Like, it's not funny. Right. I don't get why that got so much praise. So slide old Christian Arkin in there. He's not going to do any of that wacky Keefe's keys or... Uh, Keep yeah, a madness or any of that stuff. Please, no. He's please. good. He's an actual good, <laughs> he'll be a good addition to that show for once. Yeah, and I think he gets his own weekend show now too, right? I think he already had that though. Did he? He was already on weekends. I don't know if it was his own. I think it was him and uh, Joe Murray. Oh, right. Jim Murray's <laughs> slow stepbrother or whatever he is. <laughs> uh, but I like Christian Arcan. Good for him. He's one of only three guys, you, I can really say, gave me a, 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 a decent shot in this in this business. Portnoy and uh, Robbie Bradford being the other two. Hmm. Uh, Arcan put me on the air. He's the only guy who ever put me on the air consistently. Um, so I'm appreciative of him. Uh, appreciative of him. And now my goal is to uh, take over Mutt's slot and destroy both him and Adam Jones. Oh, and then go. that Christian Arcan can come to me groveling for a job, and I'll give it to him because, uh, you know, I owe him a, a debt. And that's how, I, that's how I build my friendships. I tear people down and build them back up. Oh, so that's what you're doing with me? Yes. And eventually I'll 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 pummel you into submission. I don't know. And you'll be you'll be the the beaten man that I need you to be to actually produce a good show. Uh, so you've got a lot of notes. I've got a, I do have a lot of notes. Let's let's hear them. Where what do, do we, you, what do you have notes on? Where do we want to start? <sighs> well, we've we've neglected because we had Minahan and LB and then the the just disaster of last week. So all June has kind of been booked. Right. So we haven't had a chance to get to the the skyrocket to the moon that has been high noon. The mothership. Yes. On the mothership. Well, first, do you want to talk about? Uh, you want to start with that, or you want to start with uh, six p.m. Sports Center? So what's the deal with six p.m. Sports Center? It's doing well. Very well. So and they've uh, been uh, singing its praises over there. So well that uh, ESPN put out a press release on how well they're doing. Right. I don't. I I saw an awful announcing. They're like ESPN's getting criticized for that. I don't, why? I don't. Get I think that. it's because you know it's because like, people I guess are like, see what happens when you get away from politics. It's not even I, that. It's just to one person who's awful at that job and Michael Smith. Right. And the other person who just didn't have the right Jamel Hill. I think could be good if you put her with Chilling <laughs> or someone like that. <laughs> You know what? I mean? Honestly, you just want chaos. I do. I, some people, <laughs> you know, Dan. Some people like to watch the world burn. Yeah, that's right. But honestly, that would be an entertaining show. It would last a week and a half because Schilling would say something awful <laughs> and get fired again, and then it'd be on Periscope. But yeah, exactly. Do you watch Schilling and on that'd Periscope? Be fun. No, I did not for no a, either. I did for a minute, and you then did? I was like, not not his uh, not his Breitbart show, but like when he first started doing right. this, when he was just like watching games in his house, I watched for like a little while. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, anything interesting? I get it, Kurt. 
the liberals are ruining the country. I get it. I don't even totally disagree with you, but fucking relax. We, we understand. But anyway, so the press release. So, yeah. Viewers are responding to the 6 p.m. Sports Center with the program on track for four consecutive months of year-over-year viewership growth. With stage- what that, wait, what does that mean? Year-over-year? So, year. Year yeah, months of year-over-year. Year. I, don't, I don't have any idea what that means. I don't, I, neither do I. All right, continue. But anyways, I, I, I basically think that it's uh, four, straight months, four straight months of, of increased ratings since they got rid of Get Up. Right. Or not Get Up. They, that's coming. Uh, Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Since they got rid of the, the six. The six. Uh, so, with Sage Steele and Kevin Agani taking over as consistent anchors on May 14th, the program averaged 531,000 viewers. The 6 p.m. Sports Center has been keying in on Deliver, uh, delivering fans up to them in a news previews and a- analysis of the night's slate of games and events. So they're just doing exactly what they did before. What they used to do, yeah. It's weird. It's like, uh, you know, when <laughs> there's a weird thing where they, they, they try and shake up the formulas where it's like, well, if we make this sports center anchor a personality, you see with Greenberg, right? Beetle was never a sports center anchor, but got you know Beetle and Katie Nolan and these people. Mm-hmm. Like, well, let's make them into a personality that can carry a show. Jamel Hill. Michael well, I Smith. think I think the big thing is you know SVP took off and it actually worked. Right. So now they think they can do it with others. Right, but it's like SVP is kind of a funny guy. Yeah. He's been around. He's forever. interesting. He's been around for. He's good at his job. Yeah, he's always. Scott Van Pelt has always been a Sports Center host, right? And he's done his own radio show too, which I think that naturally kind of fits into being able to be a person. Exactly. Yeah. He knows how to talk for an hour or two hours right. or whatever. So th- there's a thing where they think now we can just make Sports Center anchors personality. What they went back to is let's just have Sports Center, but not make it the Sage Steele and Kevin Agandi show. Right. It's just sports center. Right. And I think And that's th- not that great. The 500 500,000 viewers is not lighting the world on fire. No. But it's for 6 in the afternoon, it's fine. Compared you know what to I mean? what they were doing, yeah. Right. I mean, another thing with SVP show is it's on at 11 o'clock at night when people are looking for that more of that kind of show. Sure. At 6 o'clock, no, it's it's okay. But even but here's the problem with all the Trump stuff and the political stuff is I think anything that one-sided unless it's in the venue it's supposed to be. Like, if you look at Fox News, everything's that one-sided. You look at right. MSNBC, everything's that one-sided. That's supposed to be that way. If you look at Sports Center, it's people from everywhere. Mm-hmm. People from all walks of life. <laughs> Black people, white people, Chinese people, all, everyone you could, blind people, incited people, all of us, yeah. join together at ESPN. So, when you have a show that leans so far one way, it's going to alienate half your viewers. And then the ones that stay for the political reasons are going to realize this isn't that interesting. They're kind of just saying things I agree with. Get, get back to I'm, I'm watching this for sports. I mean, yeah, exactly. Oh, I, I could watch it for the political aspect of sports if there's an interesting discussion. Who's ever? But, I don't. I've never met someone that's too like I'm going to watch ESPN to listen to politics. Right. I've never like right. at, at, especially at six o'clock at night. You can get that on any other station. Right, you can, which you and would, and would be more entertaining. Right, because they're and more factual because they're <laughs> because they're. Ex, I mean. "Quote unquote," but right. experts in in, right. in the field, right? Where people, where turn, Jamel Hill is not, and Michael Smith certainly is not. Where people turn to Sports Center to get away as an escape. Sure, for those that don't want to do an escape. It. Yes, yeah. very very an well escape. said. Like <laughs> me, uh, that's why I go there. So I, I think maybe they're seeing we don't necessarily need to be polarizing. I think a lot of other places are going to see that where it's like if you're good at it, like uh, Kirk and Callahan, for example, if you're good at that type of show, do that type of show. If you're not like Felger and Maz, and you're good at just sticking to sports, 
which they are. People, they look at their ratings. They are good at that. Then I guess just stick to sports. As much as people might say, hey, go outside. I do find it baffling that I, I don't even know if Felger and Maz have ever mentioned Trump's name. They did during the that election. That is pretty crazy. During the election, I remember them talking about it. Well, yeah, yeah, well, good that's for them. It, that's it. <laughs> Two years ago. Uh, that's pretty crazy. But, hey, their ratings don't lie. They, they're good at sticking to sports. So the problem is when you try and make people do things that they're not good at. Right. It's not a matter of this show has to talk politics or this show has to talk sports. It's when you're making you're making Michael Smith be on a pseudo political show, and he can't. He's not capable of doing that. So, basically, to take out all of this, and we're going on to my next sheet of paper. Okay. Uh, page sheet two. two. Sheet two. Sheet two of fifty seven. Of fifty seven. Um, evenings doing well, mornings and uh, midday not not so abysmal. Much. Oh, yeah, not so much. Yes. Uh, headline. Well, Get Up, we all know. We all we knew Get Up was going to be a disaster. But uh, now we can talk about my new favorite show on ESPN. High Noon. High Noon. Which, just start, uh, just to start off, uh, if anybody out there, if you've watched it, I don't know what the hell, like, they're trying to make a movie or something. So you've seen it. Where'd you say you saw it? At the gym. It's right. on in the background. I, I, I imagine, how many people, roughly, I don't want, I know you, I don't want to spoil, let's say 100,000 people, roughly, yeah. watch High Noon. Sure. I imagine... Every single one of those is a bar or a gym. I'd have to think so, too. Because I see them. Anytime you go into a bar or a gym during the day, ESPN is on. Yeah. Anywhere else. No one has ever said to me, hey, you see, I saw on uh, Get Up This Morning, or I saw on High Noon yeah. earlier. I've never heard those words uttered. Right. In fairness, High Noon's only had a, less than a month. But yeah. you see my point. But no, okay, I don't well, know who's watching this even outside that, of bars and gyms. I don't think I've ever had any, heard anybody say, hey, did you see what Bamani Jones said? Outside no. of his, like, uh, you know, the Patriots are racist takes that right. he has. Where it's, I mean, like, where it's like, that kid, how old does that get? Yeah. But anyways, um, headline, Get Up and uh, High Noon both hit ratings lows. So, uh, Get Up. You can hear, I don't know if you can hear that, folks. He's shuffling papers. I to am. Prove, shuffling papers. To prove how yes. much he's highlighted. Continue. <laughs> yes. But anyways, Get Up and High Noon. Uh, the two shows aired on Thursday and Friday of last week and both hit all-time viewership lows, failing to cra- crack 200,000 viewers. So ESPN can't even get 200,000 people to watch original programming on its main network. This, is, this isn't ESPN2 right. or ESPN News. It's on ESPN. Less than 200,000. Yes. So Get Up had just 197,000 viewers this past Thursday from 7 to 10 a.m. Eastern Time. A whopping 33% off the ratings ESPN had at the traditional sports center airing at the same time in the exact same week, June week last year. To put that into perspective, there are a lot of podcasts that you've never heard of. Right. That get 100,000 downloads a week. Really? Yes. This one? Easily. Uh, it's up there. I'll, oh, talk okay. to, I'll talk to Bradford, oh. see what the numbers are. Good. It's close. But no, there are a lot of podcasts that you've never heard of that get 100,000 downloads a week. So essentially, they're doing <clears throat> unknown, obscure podcast numbers on the worldwide leader in sports. <laughs> That's pretty fucking insane. And the sad thing is, what they're going to do is just add Katie Nolan to to the Bomani show, mm. or you know what I mean, just substitute Mike Greenberg with uh, Bo- Robert Floor. I don't know. I don't even know any Sports Center anchors anymore. But some generic broadcaster and it's going to be the same shit and then eventually although i'll say maybe this new john skipper whatever his name is jimmy uh yeah 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 jimmy the greek whatever the fuck his name is yep he seems to be doing it he seems to be getting it 
And maybe the six is a trend that they're going towards where they're like, hey, we're not going to keep doing this. Because I think Bomani and Pablo was a, 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 that was still a John Skipper creation, right? I believe so. I think you're the one that told me that. I think so, yeah. So it could be completely untrue. So I just say things. You want to talk about <laughs> their, you want to hear their ratings? Yeah, let's hear it. So. Now, so Get Up gets what? So that was 197,000. 197,000. That's at 10 a.m. Okay, let's take you through the day. Okay. That ends at 10 a.m. Then the one talent they have left in mornings comes on. Max Kellerman. <laughs> That's not who I was referring to, but yes. <laughs> oh. Uh, Steve, Screaming Will A. Kane. Smith. Will Kane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith comes on at, uh, what, is, what time's first take started? 10? 10. 10 to 12. Okay. So He is the gap. He bridges the gap. It's it's the equivalent of, this, this to me is like when uh, the Sixes lead-in was Kornheiser and Wilbon. Kornheiser and Wilbon still talented guys. They do an okay show. Not what it was 15 years ago, but it's fine. Yep. Uh, and the drop-off would be tremendous for the Six. Now yep. you've got Stephen A. Smith in the mornings. So you start at, you end 10 o'clock, 197,000 viewers. What do you go up to with Stephen A. Smith? On Thursday, first take produced 308,000. So, again, not tremendous. Not a Seinfeld finale numbers. But 111,000 more people. But Stephen A. Smith is scraping everyone he can. Please, come on. Come back, folks. Listen to me for two hours. So he gets up to 308. Yep. Nice leading. Right. Keep keep on building. Because, don't forget, 10 o'clock is still middays. 10 to noon is middays. Yep. So it's not like... There's a bunch of people turning off their TVs at that time. If you're home at noon, you're home at 1, usually. Right. So he builds it up to 300,000. What do Bumani and Pablo do with that? That Thursday, they fin- uh, they posted 193,000 viewers, which was down a whopping 47% from a noon sports center last year. 193? Yeah, 193. Okay. So that's 4,000 less than Get Up. Yes. And that's, um, what was that, 115,000? Less. So 150,000 people than turn the off peak, their televisions. Than the peak. Turn off their televisions of first the second Stephen A. Smith leaves the yep. screen. And if you want to you get even funny, uh, dive a little deeper into the competition okay. at this point where people might be watching at this, this time. Uh, an episode of Blaze and the Monster Machines airing head-to-head on Nickelodeon at yes. the same time drew 926,000 viewers. Now, what is that? Can you give us a, give us a summary of that program? Because it sounds pretty good. Um, well, um, I'm guessing it's, you know, it's, it's one of those Nickelodeon Is it preschool. a cartoon? I'm guessing. It's got to be one of those preschool You're shows. losing to, not just losing to a cartoon, High Noon, but you're I mean, losing by hey man, 10, 400%, dude, I mean, 500%, whatever it is. Listen, 10, 10 to noon is like, that is prime time preschool television. That's true. So like, they get out the of Kindergartners pre- are getting yeah. out of school. Right. You know, they get home. First half of the day. Right. That's fair. You know, they're sitting there drinking their juice box. Yes. You know. So they got some work to do at ESPN. I mean. But I think... Sarah Spain has found the way to do it. Yeah. Well, by going after uh, a former ESPN colleague? Well, yes. Well, this all started with a fo- Ed, uh, Ed Early Werder. He's, he's not with ESPN anymore, right? Was I don't he know. I'm guessing, based on based, based on, on these <laughs> comments, I'm guessing no. Or, or, because God forbid you say soon, anything. <laughs> or shortly or soon he won't be. Right. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know if you... So, we're on what page seventy so, six? Yeah, we're getting notes? close. We're getting close, man. I mean, I, I have papers all over the place now. <laughs> <laughs> if you could see this, if we did a live stream of this, yes. it'd be a mess. <laughs> so, some gal from Sports Illustrated, uh, ESPN. Uh, what was it? Mina Mina Kimes. Yes, she's from or ESPN no. or Sports. She's from SI, right? Or no, she tweeted something. Uh, SI posted a job listing, right? And Charlotte Wilder 
Right, right. I forgot uh, Shia, tweeted, Shia yeah. which so, uh, Jerry Jerry Callahan was uh, sexually harassing her, if I recall, at the Super Bowl. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Big time. That's what I heard. Well, he still has a job. Same source as the Reamer thing. But <laughs> oh. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> she, I don't even, I, I'll ask you that off. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so this all starts out with that job posting, and Charlotte Wilder tweets out, if you can stand sitting near me in an office, this is a very cool opportunity, especially if you're a woman trying to get into sports. You should message me. DMs are open. Uh... Warder uh, decided, well, you know, maybe I'll just tweet about this. Yeah. So he quote tweets her. So men need not apply. Any others ineligible? Here's what I'll say about that first before we keep going. He's right in that. Right, but she wasn't meaning that. No, but well, (laughs) there is a thing where it's become, let's get a woman in there. You saw it with Jess Mendoza. Right. Let's get a girl because there aren't any. Hey, sometimes, once in a while, not always, once in a while. A guy might be best suited for a particular job. That's not necessarily a bad thing. All right. So there is a thing where it's like, hey, let's just get a girl in. Let's find a woman. Any anyone with a vagina, come on in. If you if there's a slip between your legs, please come on over. Oh. We've got a job open for you. Hello. Dan gets very scared when I say anything. I do. When I say anything, just know it. These aren't Dan's words. He's he's a, he's a frightened boy. I am. But there's a thing where it's like, hey, let's just get a girl, and. Ed Werder, recognize. But what this girl from SI is saying, what's her name again? I'm sorry. Charlotte Mina. Wilder. No, 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 no. The, the girl that tweeted. Mina. Char- Charlotte Wilder was the original, but then Mina Kimes was who Ed was arguing with. That's Ed. what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. So what Mina was saying is not, she wasn't even really saying that. She's just like, hey, I'd like a girl in, in, in sports. You know, I'd like to give a gal a chance, which is like, she's not even the one hiring. So what does it really matter that she said that? So you ready? Want to go through the back and forth now? Yes. All right. So Charlotte tweets back at Ed. Oh, wow, you're right, Ed. Sorry for attempting to make sports media more than 10% female. My bad. Order responds. I That's just, where, hold on, let me go through, let me argue with each of them. Which, this was, this was your point. Yeah. <laughs> I want to argue with both of them. It's ten, the 10% thing. Maybe only 10% of qualified people that are applying are women. And, you, you know, maybe they're just not drawn to that profession in the same number that men are. Is that a horrible thing? I don't know, but I don't, it doesn't really seem that terrible. Is there is there a number of qualified women that are being turned away? Because that's wrong. But if not, let's fucking relax with the percentages. So what does Edward reply? I just always as- associated SI with hiring the best regardless of race, sex, and other factors. I agree with that. Wild, but, wilder. But it's also not Edwarder's job to police that. I, there's also a thing where I, I do kind of hate guys where it's like, any opportunity, just be like, what about men? <laughs> men are underrepresented now. We're the, we're the minorities. It's like, oh, well, you can fucking relax, too. Because Ed, Ed Werder, why, why is he attacking this girl? Maybe he thinks he lost his job at ESPN for the same reason. But I don't know that to be true. So maybe Ed Werder has an axe to grind. So, so then, Charlotte, why, Charlotte, just keep going. <laughs> What's the next reply? <laughs> I'm losing my fucking mind. Well, unfortunately, a lot of women and people of color who are the best often get passed over during the hiring process at every publication. Now, so it's important to make the extra effort. I find that to be, in this day and age, wildly untrue. Years ago, one million percent that was the case. Now, do you think that's true where at every profession, qualified minorities and women are applying and they're just going with white guys? No. It doesn't... That seems... If she believes that... That's shocking to me, because that doesn't seem to be the case. More and more, not even in broadcasting, in uh, you know, on TV shows, in in every form of media, you see more and more where they're not only 
trying to hire women and minorities almost exclusively. You see more TV shows on Netflix and Amazon and all this where it's exclusively. Where uh, the show, I noticed this the other day, the show Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt that I love, a show that I like a lot, there's not a single straight white male character on there that isn't a complete moron or monster. <laughs> and But it's like, I still like the show. You know what I mean? So who, who really cares? But that is a fact that people are trying to be much more progressive to the point where qualifications almost matter less sometimes. Right. So is there a response to this one from uh, Ed Early Warder? Oh, so you're saying the rest of the industry is racist and sexist except for you. I gotta be honest, this Ed Werder's. Conv- I, I tried to argue both sides. Ed Werder's got me on his side, baby. Team Ed. He got. He's a little, you know, he's jumping in there for no reason. But the points he's making are pretty much true. Is there any more to this? Oh yeah, we're gonna get we up. So let's hear it. Charlotte Wilder, can you even read? It's truly right. outstanding that that in all caps is what you're taking away from these tweets. Ed Werder responds, "Just read." What aloud- else is there to take away from it, Charlotte? Just read aloud what uh, what you wrote. You essentially made it clear that you're excluding males regardless of ability. I read the words you wrote, and he typed red in all caps. See, that's where he's getting a little defensive. That's not what you said. So with that, that's not, what, that's not what you said. With that tweet, Mike, yeah, is where WEI Kirk and Callahan's show friend Britt, Britt McHenry decides to chime in. My girl, she love quote tweets. Now, da- let me. Dan says, "I love Britt McHenry, no matter what she looks like." Dan says, "Without makeup, without on makeup, not, as- not, not so great." No. That's Dan's take, not mine. That's mine. I don't know about that. On Instagram without makeup. I don't see beauty, Dan. I don't see <laughs> Well, that's, that's my stance. That's true. I don't see color. That's, I don't see <laughs> I don't see for, looks. Uh, extenuating I don't circumstances. see any Yeah. It's not by choice. So Brit McHenry, I stand by. What did Brit have to say? Ed Werder is the most talented NFL reporter I've ever met. He just made the Pro Football Hall last year as blah, a blah blah blah. Yeah, as a woman, a he's a great guy. I too can say the best applicant should get the job regardless of race or gender. Reality is in the media. Media; Those two things often get pu- pushed first now. Never once did my parents say apply or try out because you're a girl. They told me up to apply because I'm a hard worker. Right. At ESPN, I never wanted to write for ESPNW. I wanted to be on the same page as the men. Truly equal, novel concept, dot, 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 hashtag, Ed Warder. He's right. At this point now, we have a fourth party chiming in. Ooh, boy. This is getting juicy. Ed, Ed Warder's in some, uh, some hot water here. Yeah. He's got three broads going after. Actually, no, Brit, Brit's well, on his He's side. got one supporter. Yeah. And now he's got two going. Well, now. Edward isn't quite a foursome is what I was trying to say. Continue. Sarah Spain. Yes. Chimes in. Quoting Brit McHenry. Quoting Edward. As liberal as they come. The first half. I am guessing she must agree with Brit, right? That's where she's defending her gal, Brit McHenry. Obviously. Yeah, sure. Maybe. Yeah. The first half of your tweet has nothing to do with the second half. I don't know a single woman who has told the interview slash audition slash tryout because you're a girl. That doesn't even make sense in an industry that's that still is what she said. Basically. A long way to go to achieve equal representation. I'd like to work with a girl, is what she said. As for ESPNW, men and women, again with all caps, and oh, in parentheses, and non-binary folks, don't forget them. She did not say that. She did too. I didn't know that. Mike, I have notes and I'm reading <laughs> off them. <laughs> don't. I didn't realize. I you came said, prepared with these and, tweets and non-binary <laughs> and now, folks. And now you're questioning <laughs> the notes that I have. Oh, how embarrassing, Sarah. S- stop working so hard to be progressive. Everyone gets it. You're you you're open-minded. We understand. You don't have to work so hard to prove it all the time. But that's anyway. my problem with these people is it's non-stop bludgeoning you over the head with how open-minded they are. I will let anyone do anything. Do you understand? Yes, I get it. 
Just let me have my opinions too, for Christ's sake. Why is Britt McHenry's opinion less valid than yours? And you can throw in men and women and non-binary. What if people don't agree with you on everything? It's fine. Let people talk. I'm sorry, Sarah Spain. Keep going. Can I talk? Yes. Uh, I lost my place. Ah. Non-binary was where we left right, off. Anyways. <laughs> As for ESPNW, men and women and non-binary folks write for this site. It's not about being on a different page figuratively or less than. It's about having a space for female athletes and sports fans the same way ESPN... Unless, unless that female has any different political views than you. The same way ESPN FC is specific to soccer. 538 to analytics, etc. That's not the same. That's not the same. Yes. You're, <laughs> you're, you're not saying certain people can't apply for that job. And the, the part that really bothers me is Britt McHenry's a piece of shit. She's the the scourge of society because she doesn't align politically with Sarah Spain. It's like, you know what I mean? So that's where it really gets annoying is it's like, yes, you if you're a woman and you think the same as me, we'd love to have you in this job. If not, go fuck yourself. Is there more to this? There is. All right. It's, but we're about to get juicy here. All right. But anyways. Let's, let's give us the, the abridged version because I feel like we've gone on. For a while. Yeah, we're about going. to get we're about to get to the insults. Okay. So PS to the uh, PS, the fact that you never took the time to understand and follow ESPNW, and that you view the coverage of female athletes and female perspectives on major issues in sport as something less than is a sad reflection of how you see a woman and yourself. That's Brit. No, that was Sarah Spain. That was the PS. Yeah. Okay. Now Brit. Okay. Brit decides to. Uh, you, you <laughs> I know, was really, worried my girl Brit went uh, nope, rogue she, for a minute. She really uh, decides to escalate things quite yeah. <laughs> quite dramatically here. You broke. In, uh, in quotation marks, into the industry by selling yourself as a date on social media to get dot, dot, dot Super Bowl tickets. You literally sold your body to get attention and then have the audacity to lecture women on feminism? Yep. I had opportunities to write for ESPNW and declined. That way, Britt. People that- make mistakes, but I'm not over here telling people how to park their cars. The audacity and hypocrisy is astounding. <laughs> I am. <laughs> That's a funny line. <laughs> I am a female. I was an athlete. Think I'm good in understanding what that means. Now someone pick up the mic. Got things to do. <laughs> the, the parking cars thing is a pretty funny line because we've all seen Britt McHenry at a uh, a certain t- uh, so then, toe yeah, zone. <laughs> then she tries to pull. Then we pull barstool into this. Sarah Spain responds, and basically, I, I don't even know if this is over yet or if it's still going. No, it's got to be done by now. This was days ago. Maybe. I mean, June 18th, that was, you know, two days ago. Whatever. Yeah. Three. Um, But anyways. So. That was page 57. So we got the, we got the, that was 57? Yeah, it was 57. So we got the gist of it. Yeah. And basically, Britt McHenry is, here's the, I guess the problem with me is on certain things, I can't imagine thinking Britt McHenry is wrong about any of that. You know what I mean? I'm a a fairly open-minded guy myself. But there's certain things like that where it's like, I don't get where Britt McHenry, where there's an argument against what she's saying. Yep. Like, it just seems right. Britt McHenry worked hard. I mean, you know what? Britt McHenry would probably admit this. Part of why Britt McHenry got a job is her looks also, which that's not fair. All this, here's the part that people should really be bothered by, is this entire battle is two gorgeous women that have both been hired by ESPN going at it about how women can't get hired. The problem should be, Will they ever hire an ugly broad? <laughs> will there ever be a, the girl equivalent of me on ESPN? That's what they should be fighting for. Not two beautiful women saying it's impossible to get hired for women when they've both been hired. So, hopefully, the world will all look like blind Mike, folks. That's what I say. And then, uh, what do we have for time, Dan? Do I have time to... Uh... 
Uh, no, we got to wrap up. We're getting we're getting kicked Jesus out. Of, we're getting kicked Christ. out of we're getting kicked out of another. Studio. Are we really? Yep. All right. Well, folks, it's been fun. I yelled for a little while. Uh, you know, we would have made fun of Alex Remo more, but Dan failed us immensely. Yep. Dan asked me the other day. He's applying for another job, and he asked me, "What's our uh, the best episode we've done production wise?" <laughs> None of them. It's like saying, "What's the best basketball game I've ever played?" They're all <laughs> abysmal. But you know, I don't know what you're talking about. You know. Um, guys, subscribe to the iTunes. Give us a five-star rating so I don't hurl myself off the top of 20 Guest Street. And uh, as always, WEI.com, the WEI, or no, now the Radio.com app, and uh, wherever else you get podcasts. Avita Zane. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.